0: Hi, I'm Chris Bober
1: and I'm Jen Bober. I want to just take this opportunity to say happy new year. Um, we're excited. Team Bober is excited about 2024 and we've got some fun market stats to talk about here, what we expect.
0: Yeah, so we made it through 2023. Uh, I think a lot of people, especially in our industry, um, it was a tough year. Right for a lot of people, but we have some better days ahead. We have some great things coming. So welcome back to the Keep It at Real Estate with Chris and Jim Bober podcast. And this is today we are going to talk about the real estate market forecast for twenty twenty four. There are opportunities for home buyers and home sellers this year that we are going to discuss today that I think you're going to be excited about. So just as a reminder. If you're listening to this on your podcast device, whichever app you use, be sure to click that subscribe button so you get notified of our new episodes. If you're watching this on YouTube, right down there at the bottom is the like button. And then you can also subscribe for notifications. And feel free to give us comments and give feedback about that in any social media. Our handle is at Team Bober. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media channels out there trying to bring you guys the most information to help educate and empower our clients to make great real estate decisions. Right. So let's talk about 2023. Okay. okay. And we don't want to really rehash the past, right. but you know, there's so many lessons to be learned from what has historically happened mm-hmm. that gives us and paints a picture of what's going to happen next. So I'm going to recap here. It's kind of boring for Jen. She's not a numbers <laughs> guy like me, but let's recap what happened during 2023. Yep. Um, just the state of the market and the media, social media. Anyone out there who's got an iPhone, they all have opinions about what happened and what's going to happen. But let's give you some real facts.
1: It's often doom and gloom, and we very regularly will get clients or potential clients saying, "Well, the news said this or the news said that," and it's all just clickbait. And mm-hmm. there, you know, sometimes a lot of it's not true. And so you want to look into the numbers of you know what's really going on. It's not as Doom and gloom, I think, is as it's portrayed sometimes. Yeah,
0: it's definitely looking very good ahead. So, but let's talk yeah. about last year, okay? So, last year in, in the Omaha area, so I'll mm-hmm. just focus in on one area here. Um, if you look at existing sales, um, we were down um, about six and a half percent in listings. Mm-hmm. So, people who are choosing to sell, um, pending was down almost 13 percent. That's, you know, so houses that sold that then went under contract mm-hmm. um, or listed then went under contract. And then closed, closed sales were down about 15%, mm-hmm. right? And excuse me, and if you look at it if you average existing and new construction, we are down about 13 to 14% just in in number of transactions. Mm-hmm. Now, you compare that to the United States Right. There's numbers that have come on now to say that we are gonna be right about four million sales for last year. Mm-hmm. They're still compiling data. That's down 20% mm-hmm. for the national average. Yeah, so on the national level. Omaha doesn't quite experience the Feel peaks and valleys of the market as much. So that makes a little bit of sense here. Um there are some interesting, you know, auxiliary statistics that that are important to to us as realtors and to you as buyers and sellers. Um the days on market, right? Mm-hmm. So the average number of days that a property took to go from listed to pending was about 12, yeah. right? And that's that's up 33%, yeah. Yeah. right? So um, it's been in the single digits for several years, but yeah. it's started crept up a little bit. Well, Houses took a little bit longer to sell. And that
1: was like, a, you have to re-educate buyers and sellers, you know? Um, again, it's, it's not, it sounds drastic, but it really isn't compared mm-hmm. to like decades back and things like that. And so um, a lot of this year, we did spend helping people understand that and kind of keeping the expectations where they needed to be.
0: Yep. And the average sales price, right? $325,000 for mm-hmm. an existing house in, in the Omaha area. That's up 6%. Mm-hmm. So everyone talked about how bad it was and there were less sales, mm-hmm. but the home price still rose 6%. Right. So if you owned a house last year, you made 6% just by owning that mm-hmm. house. That's, that's a nice little chunk of equity that we've continued to add. It's not double digits like it was right. the past few years, but that's not right. bad.
1: It had softened a little in the amount of equity you were gaining, but you still were definitely gaining equity where I think it, some of the feeling out there was that, oh, all of a sudden my, my property is gonna lose value. It did not lose value at all.
0: No, no, and now when you get to the extreme cases, mm-hmm. those are a little harder, right? But on average, people are making money by owning homes Again, the value of home yeah. Um, Now, the, the percentage list price. This is still interesting. You think last year was a tougher year. You still averaged over 100%. If you listed your property for 325 averaged average last year, you were making, selling that property for more than 325 Yeah, And that, that's still down a couple percent because mm-hmm. it's been crazy, but it's still selling. If you price something correctly, you're going to get list price or more. That Let was the expectation. That, and that happened last because year. Because
1: that is the most important part properly pricing the property to begin, you know? Um, and so I think that's a key piece of these numbers.
0: Yes. And and the thing is not every agent prices houses properly Mm -hmm. this, but they still are selling for over less price. Um, we, this is something we take a lot of pride in is pricing, um, the, um, inventory. So last year at a current time, there was about 40% more homes on the market than there was the year before, so houses were sitting a little longer; mm-hmm. they were on the market a little longer. Um, absorption rate. This is a, a pretty interesting one. So absorption rate is basically how many months of inventory we have based upon the current demand of buyers. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's still one month.
1: Yeah. A
0: balanced market is four to six months. Right. So that just goes to show that there's still nowhere near enough, enough housing units available mm-hmm. for the amount of. Um, demand. Believe it or not, that actually is up to <laughs> one, one month. Crazy. It, it's crazy to think that, you know, there's only one month of inventory in the market at any given time mm-hmm. in, in the Omaha area. Still a great number. Um, volume, again, we, we think that in, in kind of the Omaha area, we were do about $4.46 billion of volume. Mm-hmm. That compared to the year before is down about 8%. So um, the number of um, transactions is down by about, You know, six anywhere from six to ten percent, but the number of volume was only down by eight percent. So you see, less are being sold, but they're being sold for more. Mm -hmm. So those statistics again paint that picture of what happened last year, and it was a really odd year, right? We we experienced an enormous um, jump in mortgage interest rates the year before. This last year, people had to live in that, right? They were used to this. Three, four, five percent. Now it goes all the way up to eight percent, and we spent this past year just waiting for some good mm-hmm. news. Well, we've had some good news recently, yep. right? Mortgage interest rates for several, a couple months now, have continued to go down. I think right now we're. Any, we're around seven a little mm-hmm. bit less than seven mm-hmm. for certain situations um but as we go through here today again we're gonna have three major points mm-hmm. right the first factor we're gonna talk about um, and I don't know if I'd call it a prediction more of just an observation is that home prices will remain stable yeah right six percent is still good we it's not every gain. place in the country has had gain. We have mm-hmm. seen some of that, you know, in in the coast, the mm-hmm. bigger markets that maybe they have experienced a little loss, but they're still stable. I think if people, I, how many times people, someone come to you, it's like, well, I'm waiting to buy some until the prices go down. Right. They're not going to go down. <laughs> and they've been waiting for a while yes. for these yes. prices to go down. Mm-hmm. They just aren't. Um, people don't
1: always understand what's going on. And so you have a shift in, you know, markets where interest rates go up or whatever. And, and they kind of panic a little bit. Yeah. You know?
0: it, it, I think it doesn't make sense because it's not common sense to think that if we have a 20% reduction in the amount of sales in the United States, how did the price go up?
1: Right. Most of the time right. when
0: you have, what they call it a bear market. Mm-hmm. When the market goes down, um, the, the, the sales go down, usually the prices go down too. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. And mm-hmm. it didn't happen because of the supply versus demand. Because of the inventory. The demand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, since we haven't been able to build enough houses, I mean, we're 15 years behind now in mm-hmm. catching up to, price, mm-hmm. to to the number of houses that we need. Well, during that time, our population has continued to, to take off, right? right. Babies being born, people living, people living longer. Mm-hmm. So more and more people need more and more housing. We just haven't kept up with that. Um, so that is the number one thing. Now, 2023, right? Again, our number of volume was down as far as transactions, but the cl- customers and clients that we did help, the clients we helped, all of our listings, I'm pretty sure most of them, if not all of them, we priced them correctly because yeah, we educated worked them. worked
1: really hard with that, yeah.
0: But all of them sold very fast, mm-hmm. usually an average probably three to four days, mm-hmm. and a lot of them got multiple offers. Yep. So even in a down year, the mm-hmm. demand was high enough for multiple offers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, I think that's a key point too, because I think it really dissolves some of the misconceptions out there, mm-hmm. you know, that it's... It's there. You can still be successful in what feels like it's, you know, misinformation and things like that.
0: Yeah. So, so home prices are still going to be good, Mm -hmm. right? If you're going to wait, you're going to wait a long time. So, might as well jump on the train and and get buying a house now. Um, Okay, let's talk about mortgage rates. The second factor we talked about, and mortgage rates, they predict that they will trend down. Mm -hmm. And this is what coming from guys like Brian Buffini, who's the a huge icon in the industry, mm-hmm. Dr. Lawrence Yun. Mm-hmm. He is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. Um, mortgage rates, let's look kind of look where we've come from to where we're, we're going. Mm-hmm. So obviously, two, three years ago, we were down in the 3 4% range. Um, COVID actually pushed that lower as a means to try to keep the economy going. Mm-hmm. So people were used to that low rate. So when they started creeping up, people just panicked, yeah. right? And, you know... What that really affected was affordability, mm-hmm. right? Again, we've had some positive news. Yeah, you
1: can't deny that, right?
0: Not, no, not like at
1: that's, all. Like that's that's a that's a, needs to be talked
0: about. Absolutely, and there's a couple of things that happened. Number mm-hmm. one, um, with mortgage rates going up, it stopped people from um, buying houses mm-hmm. because they weren't affordable. And as an example of this, if you were to buy a three hundred thousand dollars house, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, I take it back. This is three twenty five is the average sales price. Mm-hmm. I figured some numbers for that. Okay. So when it is at eight percent right? Which is the high that it was earlier last year, middle of last year. Then your principal and interest payment was 2146 right? If it goes down by one point, that goes down to 1946 And if it goes down to 6%, which is where we think we're going, mm-hmm. that's 1753 for So mortgage, yeah. that's a month. Mm-hmm. So that's about $400 a month. So from 8% to 6% for the average home sale in Omaha, that's $4,800 a year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're paying either more on the high end or less, less. if it comes down. Right. So now that people have gotten used to this really high rate, they're seeing these seven and a half, seven and a quarter, mm-hmm. seven. Their focal point was the, the peak, the high mm-hmm. percent. So buyers have started to re-engage. Are we seeing mm-hmm.
1: that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely having the phone is ringing. People are asking questions. They're now ready to get, get a plan together to buy or sell. And I think you also have to remember, why do people move?
0: You know? Well, that, that, that's the second part, right? Oh, yeah. So the buyers have re-engaged, which is like putting money into mm-hmm. that it's going to work. And But that's really been there. Right. The biggest thing that happened last year is people don't want to move. Yep. Honestly, so many people, like past clients, friends, family, referral sources, number one thing they told us was what? They don't want to move because they don't want to leave their interest rate. Yeah. Even if their house maybe wasn't ideal for them, maybe mm-hmm. they grew, maybe they needed a downsize. They just refused to sell because they didn't like leaving a 3% interest rate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole world came in and um, refinanced over the last five years and got a great interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they didn't want to move. But during that time, let's just say 12 to 18 months, people just basically said, this interest rate's crazy. I don't want to leave it. I don't need this house or I need something different. All these things happened. Over this time, 12 to 18 months, people most of the time will move because of life changes. Right. So during that 12 to 18 months, we still had babies were being born. People were getting married, right? People were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. People were passing away or moving into senior living. We had retirements. We had job changes. All these things continue to happen. Mm -hmm. So what we expect... This year the, is the
1: pressure, the pressure builds. There's they're all pent, been sitting there waiting and now it's going to they're going to have to make a move.
0: There's a pent up supply of sellers mm-hmm. that just have been waiting. And at some point, you just got to make your move. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to deal with the the what it's going to take to get into the right home for you. Mm-hmm. And we expect that to be a major influence in added inventory this year. So that's great relief for buyers because it's going to give them more options. Um, but there's it's time to move. They, ha- they can only wait around so long. Plus, there's all these new people. Like they, they talked about, Dr. Lawrence Yoon talked to him, Brian Buffini. Um, he talked about how the biggest generation that we have, these millennials, are coming into their prime purchasing time of their life. Mm-hmm. They're anywhere between 26 and 35. <clears throat> it's the largest generation we've ever seen. And they need to buy houses. Mm-hmm. So that is where a lot of buyers are going to come. Hopefully, a lot of sellers are going to join in with that too. So provide them those opportunities. Yeah. that right. We expect that to start happening. You can't just stop moving. Yeah. People yeah. are going to move at some point. It's been a little built up and that's why we think that this year there's going to, ta- it's going to take off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be slow and steady. Mm-hmm. And then once we get some interest rate news, the Fed starts to re- re- uh, actually lower rates. We think people are just going to make their move. Yeah. Like shoot your shot, go do yeah. it, right? <laughs> Okay, the last thing, and this is the last factor. It's probably the biggest factor in terms of where we've, that isn't normal, Mm -hmm. right, is our housing supply. Like we have a crisis of inventory in in our country, probably the world, I guess. Um, We just can't build houses affordable enough to put people in them.
1: There's not enough and there's not affordability in it.
0: But we have seen some, some relief on this a little bit. Um, new construction over the last two years has really ramped up efforts. There's mm-hmm. a whole lot of developments that are about two years ago when interest rates were still a little low. Yeah,
1: they could get money. They got reasonably. money, mm-hmm.
0: they developed land and we are starting to see those houses being built. There are so many numbers to support that. There's way more new construction houses coming up. There's also different types of houses.
1: Yeah, we're seeing a lot of different. We creating. are seeing that.
0: Yeah. It hasn't been the traditional, you know, nuclear family living in the suburbs house, mm-hmm. now they're getting creative with row houses, yep. townhomes, villas, condos. Um we're seeing those being built. And as you you people drive around Omaha, mm-hmm. you see those. Those are housing well, options that cities, create affordability.
1: Other cities have been creative like that for a long time, you know, and it's that's actually really exciting to see the them thinking outside the box in our in, in our local area.
0: Yeah, especially the young people. Yeah. Right. They, yep. they want to own a home and build that equity. So um, they realize maybe the traditional home is not affordable to mm-hmm. them. So they're OK with maybe a row house or yeah. getting into a condo or these townhomes that are yeah. coming on. And so it's great to see us respond to that. Yeah, um, And so there should be there's housing coming on that's going to provide them houses mm-hmm. for those people to now move. And move up. So it's kind of a chain effect. And I think happens. it'll
1: catch on. You know, it feels like it's just beginning now with these different types of housing. But those are going to create different communities and different types of neighborhoods that I think we're maybe not used to thinking about in this area. But I think younger people will realize there's actually a lot of value to them. Mm-hmm. And then that just kind of takes off. You know, they start talking about it and then they realize, you know, this is like a really good option.
0: Yeah, it's new. It's hip. They get to own it. Yeah. Build the equity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of an exciting time. We've been kind of sitting on the sidelines for a while. So it's nice that um, these new things are coming. Yes. So as, as we kind of wrap up, so let's kind of wrap up. And, and again, we're going to continue to bring you guys information going forward because mm-hmm. we'll update you on these. We'll show you new <clears throat> and exciting things. We'll show you a lot about what we do. Um, and today's was more mostly about trying to get this information to you so you can kind of feel a little relief and be alleviated mm-hmm. to know that it's not as painful as we think it is. Yeah, no. Um, okay, so in summary, um, this year, we expected to get a little bit back to a normal market, right? Back to what I call seasonality, yeah. where we should see a, a a nice ramp up in the spring. We do think that first and second quarter, um, the Fed is probably going to sit on their rate, not raise it. But then we do expect maybe as early as the second quarter, they start lowering the interest rates. There's mm-hmm. so many economic indicators that said they should do that, that are above my head, but I believe it because <laughs> it makes sense, you know, with t- treasury yields and so inflation coming under control. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fed has done their job in curbing inflation. It's getting back to where you want it. So now give some people some relief. Also remember we're in an election year
1: ah, and one. the politicians
0: and decision makers want to make wanna themselves look <laughs> So I love selling during election years. Right. So those, that should be, be good too. Um, so there's more buyers and that are coming into the market. When that kicks off, there will be more competition. So here's our advice to yeah. you. If you want to sell your home, when this kicks off, yes, it's going to be crazy. It's, and you think it's a great time to join in. But what happens is when more people see this, there will be more competition. Yep. So if you want to sell your house, Jen and I are telling you right now, it's yes. a great time to sell your house. Right Even now. with a few feet of snow outside mm-hmm. that's melting, mm-hmm. People are we're still getting multiple offers during snowstorms. Yes. These buyers are there. They're gonna increase, but when the market gets good, the sellers will increase too. Right. So you won't be the only- Your competition's
1: gonna be way stiffer.
0: It will be, and Mm -hmm. and we navigate people through all markets, any market, but I would not be on the sidelines if if making a move is in your near future. I would do it sooner than later just because- We always say, do it
1: when it's the very best and most convenient for your situation. Mm -hmm. So I would hate to see someone that really actually works best for them in their situation to sell now, but think they need to wait till March or April Mm -hmm. because it's going to be... Actually, I think you're going to have different opportunity now that's just as good.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it'll be a little less chaotic. Yes. Um, Now, we are, of course, here to help you with throughout any market. Um, When it comes... If you're thinking about selling... Uh, We have a proven listing system that continues to outperform our competition, right? We sell our our homes faster and for more money because we help educate our clients to price them correctly. And then we help them navigate through some of that chaos that comes with having a popular Mm -hmm. listing. It's definitely a different skill set that we have to have presenting multiple offers versus negotiating one offer. Yes. We do all of it. But... We have got a system down that we, for, for both of us to do it, it works pretty well. Yeah. Now, of course, if you're going to buy a home, you're going to face competition. Yep, um, you're ready. There's no end in sight really to buyers going out there and being able to pick from homes. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be fast, you have to be ready, and you have to have some good strategies. I will credit Jen with being the best at that because she does more buyers than I do. But um, when it comes to selling or buying or building mm-hmm. or investing, um, we have a plan to help you guys out. We've been doing this mm-hmm. for a combined 20 plus years. Yeah. And um, we hope that by giving you this information that you will begin to trust us. And when mm-hmm. you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, build or invest real estate, then you will give us a call. So um, that's kind of our wrap up here in January, 2024. We look forward to a great year. Um, Again, reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, be sure to subscribe, right? Click the subscribe button to get new episodes brought right to you. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the um, like button down there and also click the little bell. That'll notify you when new episodes come out. Um, any social media channel out there, at Team Bober is our handle. Um, be, be, feel free to, to like, to comment, to share, to retweet, to double tap that heart button, whatever it is. There's a lot of them out there. But we're out there just trying to, again, provide information to educate you, the consumer, on what's going on in the marketplace, how we can help you. And when when that time comes, and hopefully it's soon, to buy or sell real estate, we'd love to hear from you. So thank you for joining us today, Jen.
1: Signing off.
0: <laughs> so, Chris and Jen Bober with Team Bober Nebraska Realty. Teambober.com is our website. Have a great day.